For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, thanks a million for today. Thanks for the privilege we have to be in your presence. What a difference your presence makes. And even more, your word. For by faith we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. So that the things that we see were not made out of things we do appear. They were made by your word. And therefore we pray that as your word comes to us today, our world will be framed, reframed, reorganized, energized, empowered, and blessed. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Thanks a million. Good to see all of you today. We want to look briefly on the subject, what really happens when you do not pray? This is the last in the installment. Next week, we begin a new series. And I pray that our little series on prayer has helped to add a little more prayer into your life. How many can say that a little more prayer has entered into your life? Okay. So those of you who, who have not made that uh, uh, breakthrough, we want to talk about what is happening in your life. <laughs> and for those who know the value of prayer, we are also going to understand what is really happening when you know you should pray, but you don't really pray. So let's begin. Number one, when you do not pray, your life is directed by happenstance. Happenstance. I have a clear definition of what happenstance is. I'm still preaching from my little book on how to pray. You can get it um, from the Macarius Library if you have one. If you don't, um, how would they get one? Okay. I'm sure when you get on the internet, it's on Amazon, it's on um, iBooks, it's on Kindle. On Amazon, you can get a copy, an e-copy. Even if you don't go to, if you go to uh, Telegram, some people have a way of putting these type of books on Telegram and you download it. It's not about money here. You should always know that. Amen. Amen. So Bishop, is it okay to download from, I don't know. You know yourselves what it means, but I'm showing you where you can get some of these things, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. What is happenstance? Happenstance is another word for chance, circumstances, good luck, bad luck, good fortune, misfortune, quirks, serendipity, and twists of fate serendipity 
these are all big words. What we are trying to say is that when you do not pray, you are telling yourself and everybody else that prayer is not important and that I'm a man of good luck and things happen to me that are a blessing. But I'm going to show you very soon how it is that things don't just happen by chance. Yeah. But when you do not pray, it's like you are trying to say that things should just happen as they can happen. What can, 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 can. So if you are listening on Sweet Melodies or YouTube or Facebook, that understanding must hit you. Because most of us who claim to be Christians, we say we are Christians, but we don't practice Christianity. Even there are people today who are in homes, they are even in taxis, some are going to hospitals, some are on their way to visit a relative, some are traveling to another town, and even by chance, in a kind of serendipitous way, you have come upon my message. But it's not your choosing. Many Christians don't choose messages to even listen to. The closest they come to hearing preaching is when they serendipitously experience it. It's a word I'm going to use it. And you must get ready for that word. I'll use it a lot this morning. So you don't have to be so worried. Yes. (laughs) Tell your neighbor serendipity. Yeah. It's a word. It's a word. It's a word. If you are in a taxi, tell the taxi driver serendipity. Yes, it's a word. Yeah. So, what it is is that you you kind of don't really believe that prayer makes a difference in your life. So there are people who are on their way, they are going to the market, they are going somewhere. They claim to be Christians, but they don't intentionally go to church. That's why those of you who say you are online members, there is something wrong with that posture. And if you can see my face on the screen very big, I'm talking to you right there in your home. In your YouTube or in your Facebook or in your uh, television. Maybe some of you have been watching it on um, Healing Jesus Hereafter. And I'm telling you that there's something wrong with that posture. Make my face bigger because I, I want them to see my face. My dark, my dark face. African boy face. Yes. That there is something wrong with that posture. Now I'm not afraid of you. Do you see? And, and that's a Christian cannot just posture himself that as for me, I go to church online. Which many times you can see when you are in the house that you are not concentrating. You didn't join the worship you didn't join the even the preaching you are making tea as you are listening to preaching but when we are in church we can't make tea in proverbs he says my son incline your ear to my saying what it means is that when somebody is talking to you when you incline your ear it means that you focus on the person and you tilt yourself or sometimes you tilt your head even in the direction of where the voice is coming from so you can hear more clearly I hope you understand that. So, so church is not a serendipitous 
<laughs> Quick or chance happening where it's like you are in the house, then you chance upon a message, then you are happy. Or that, oh, you say, some people say, oh, me, I hear, I like this man of God. I, I really like listening to him. What they are saying is that I often chance upon his message when I'm searching YouTube or I'm on some kind of, I don't know, maybe you are. Uh, on, on TikTok and then he appears and he says something in a few seconds. That's why you have heard his voice. That's not how they serve God. That's why there will be a lot of if you, if you, you should even be surprised when you go to hell because you know that you are not a proper Christian. I mean what we mean Christianity that's not what you are. It just happens that it's a more let's say if you consider maybe Islam, Hindu, Baha'i and, and, and Krishna, Hare Krishna you, you will not like to shave all your hair And put a red dot on your face Or wear a different red But you like to change your colors You don't want to wear just orange and walk in town So it's, it's more like um, a, a religion which More like fits into how you like your life to be I shouldn't stay long here, otherwise I can see that some of you are becoming nervous. Yeah, I won't stay long here, but I just want to make that point. So, let's say if you are listening to a message, a Christian should be hearing God's word on regularly, daily. Read your Bible, then also listen to preaching. But you see, many people don't choose intentionally that I'm listening to this man of God for the length, um, the duration of his preaching. Many times you are flipping your channel, then a man of God appears. Then maybe what he's wearing catches your eye. Then he say, hey, what is he saying? Then a few seconds you listen, then you switch on. And then they claim that they've listened to the man of God, but they haven't. Most people don't stay for more than a couple of minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, listening to somebody. But most preachers preach for at least 30 minutes or 40 minutes or one hour. And, and for some of the deeper teachers, they go one and a half. Yes. So if you don't intentionally select a message, even you'll be in church, there's a message that really blesses you. But that's where it ends. But you see, a good Christian or a serious Christian goes beyond just this chance, nice message today to now this message. I actually download it from on my podcast on my phone and intentionally choose it, not by chance, not by happenstance. So your life should not be governed by, by chance you meet something that, oh wow, what a blessing. I didn't know that this is there. Oh wow, this message is so powerful. I've been so blessed by this message. I didn't realize that such a message was there on the internet or somewhere that I could select. But for um, those of us who are more into word, hey, you are searching. Hey, Holy Spirit, you type. You type it intentionally. And then it, it brings people who have preached on Holy Spirit. They say, okay, I want to hear this particular one. And then you are listening to it for one hour and watching. You watch how they move. You watch how they, 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 they express themselves. You, you, you watch. You are watching. Because you know that sensitivity in a meeting and hearing a man of God, when you are sensitive, things can happen to you. Because yours can come to you by a smile from the prophet. And yours can come to you by the waving of the hand. So waving of the hand, smile, a song in the midst of the preaching, something. You know that it's an engagement. It's a whole experience. Uh So... 
I'm just making the point that life and life must not be, you must not think of your life as something that if you chance upon something good, that's what is happens that serendipity. Like you chance on something eureka. But there are intentional searches. Two things in the kingdom. You hear the parable Jesus made. One, he said there was a merchant man who deals in pearls. He deals, he's a merchant man. He deals in pearls. He knows the treasure of pearls. Then he goes and finds a pearl of great price in a field. And then he sells everything he has to buy that one that, that pearl because he understands the value. Then he talks about another person who is passing through a field. He has no idea. But as he's passing, maybe he, he's searching a field, he's trying to buy a land, and then he decides to dig the land. I don't know whether to find whether something, how the, whether it's clay or whatever. Then when he hears a cop, then he says, hey, what is this? Cop. He thinks it's a, a rock. Then he parts the earth and then he cop, 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 cop. Say, hey, gold, diamonds. The land that I'm passing on, there's diamond here. So he goes, people have not bought the land. He well goes, he sells his cars, he sells everything. He says, I'm buying this land. He says, why, do you, why are you buying this land? It looks waterlogged. He says, well, I like it. Because I have seen something there. He chanced upon treasure and sold everything. So kingdom of God is these two things. One is you sometimes you know the value of messages. You know the value of preaching. And you intentionally go and look for it. Because you know the value. Or you can also be somebody where you are passing through. Passing through. It's like you don't really church. You are just passing through the church. And then somehow... A very powerful oh i didn't know that's a very powerful preacher like that wow what a word so two things happen and both are working but you must learn that these are things in the kingdom you don't always chance upon things sometimes you intentionally search you search search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life and they are they that testify of me john 5 39 searching yes so you must be a searcher and not just always depending on serendipitous happenings, happenstance. Another word, I'm feeling English. <laughs> are you there still or you've gone home? You are here? Yeah. More words now. Church, they are bad. One or two English worship. Yeah. So, happenstance is an event that happens by chance. Do you get it? Another word we saw this serendipity. A serendipitous event is one that is not planned but has a good result. Okay. Can also the word fluke. A fluke. Sometimes those of us who play golf, we can have flukes. You hit a ball, it's going off Christ like you are going off into the bush. Then it hits a tree and the tree balances the ball. And it goes on the green and it's very close to the hole. Then somebody says, wow, you are very good. Say, no, 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 this one. I know that I'm not good. It's a fluke. It's just something that happened by chance and then I fell into it. A fluke is an accidental advantage 
that you experience you experience an accidental discovery yeah many things a student who is just shady he is not sure of the answers he, he shades here, he shades here a, a, Number one is A, B, C, D, E Then he says, okay <laughs> He's not sure, okay, it's B <laughs> Then he goes to number two He says, hey, this question too, I don't have any idea well, I didn't learn this topic yeah, Okay, then, so what would the answer be? He just looks at me, okay, it's D And then he gets A plus Don't you think that there's something wrong with that student? Or is he supposed to live his life Based on this It's like just punching and then accidentally you fall into the answer accidentally one day you meet something that is not you cannot control you see that the, hey this is my multiple choice doesn't work here because now it's a short essay <laughs> short essay idea. if you don't have an idea you don't have an idea you know and so many christians are living their lives with this type of mind once you don't pray you are telling yourself, my life should be governed by serendipity. It's happenstance, but I'm using serendipity because it's also in the word. Or oh, you don't get the message. Gina, word no hawa. Walat kawano pado. Are you serious? Yeah. So today we are looking at the fact that if we don't pray, you see, you are just only nemu. You meet, you just want to, maybe you are going to the ladies, the ladies, and then a gentleman is just coming out of the gentleman, then you bump into him. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I hurt you? No, you didn't. Oh, so sorry. Oh, I wasn't looking. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, sorry. It's okay. You, my, my name is Eddie. Oh, okay. I'm Frida. Oh, Frida. Sorry. Sorry. I hope this never happened. I shouldn't bump into. I shouldn't hurt people like that. Okay. It's okay. Yo, no problem. Then you, you say, Frida. Okay. God, ble- God bless you. Then you come to church. When Frida, they close. You say, Oh. Then you bump into her again in the lobby. Say, Hey, you again. <laughs> It's like, wow and then so oh okay so this time i must take your number because i cannot be bumping into you i'll be meeting you a lot then from there you marry then it's like that's not your wife wow. it's like chance it's a it's a happenstance <laughs> looks like a nigerian movie yes and and people have met like that even those who are on facebook sometimes you just flip 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 Flip, 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 and then you flip, and ah, looks like a nice girl that I can find. Okay, then you start communicating, and then one thing leads to another, and then you 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 end up in the church. Then you say, oh, we are now husband and wife. That's now my husband. It's like it's a serendipitous browsing of Facebook faces. Then you chance upon one, and and some of you have tried so many of the things. Even relationships, you find somebody, you try, it doesn't work. Try, if, if you don't quarrel a lot, it's okay, it's a good idea. One, two, three, quarrel, say, hey, this thing that I've seen, I don't think I want to continue it. So you have a lot of trials, but you never intentionally pray that, Lord, your will be done in my marriage. Lord, lead me to somebody whom you have chosen for me to be my husband and to be my wife. 
so you just your life because you don't pray your life is like you are telling yourself that if i want to marry somebody if i will meet somebody say if we are related we shall meet it's like by all means i will meet you somehow that's that's serendipity that's happenstance but prayer is saying that the words you speak in your prayer if you say lord i need the beloved lord lead me to somebody whom who make my life beautiful as the years go by to be my wife to be my husband those sentences you are praying and you are speaking in your prayer actually are heard by god and he will respond to them and answer them and that is why many of us don't say we don't say you have a testimony because it's like you didn't pray about anything so what has happened to you you can't you don't even know how to say it is god who did it because it's almost like you were blessed you got a job it was more like okay i did a course i did a this and then i met somebody who told me that uh, there, there, there's an opening here then i applied or i put my my uh, cv on linkedin and then when i put my cv there somebody by chance was browsing and found my name and looked at my cv and then the person contacted me and then i went for an interview and then i got a job but that is a tactical error in spirituality are you following magdalene that magdalene yes please are you following what i'm saying yeah did you get your husband by chance you happen to be walking on the road stranded in the rain here comes mr charming you are in the rain how can you say you won't turn your head so he turned you turn your head and then he said oh excuse me lady rain is beating you please hop in you see then you hop in then while you say what kind what what a kind man yes takes you right to your door says thank you gives you his card you see it's uh, what i'm saying is that it's like a person who didn't pray you happen to be standing in the ring somebody please it's a chance occurrence but you see in life eh, many of the things you think are chance they are not really chance because things are being orchestrated things are being their maneuverings there are arrangements both natural and physical when you watch soccer you see the reason why I removed my heart from soccer is that a certain uh, a team called AC Milan in Italy, they were a very good team and they used to beat teams and win, they won the league several, for several years they were topping, then it came out that many of the matches they played were fixed, so if they win, because they are gamblers who are, who are maneuvering <laughs> and are orchestrating scores so that somebody can get millions and millions can pass exchange hands yes then i used to think to myself that ah, so how do they do it because they can play and hit the bar 
So if how did they how did they plan? It's like how, how does it happen? Like, it cannot be because when you are watching, your heart is in the match. It's like the person will play, then the goalkeeper will catch it, then he will play a penalty, then the goalkeeper will catch it, then the player will play a ball, then he will hit a shot, bam! Then shoot to be going into the net, then it will hit the bar and come back, and then they will lose, not knowing that. As you are watching with your heart, oh, oh, go, go. Some people are behind there, and I read no. Number seven will play penalty, and when he plays penalty, he will go to the right. So dive to the right. Yes. So he will dive to the right, and and you are watching, wondering that oh, this number seven he normally scores when he hits it uh, this way, but today the goalkeeper caught it. No, the goalkeeper has been already arranged. Yes. So as you are thinking that your team has scored and your heart is oh, oh your team has been beaten, you are crying, you can't eat. Oh, they are eating. They are enjoying. They are happy cry. But you don't know that human beings have orchestrated something that you are thinking it just happens or it just happens that they lost. They didn't just lose. It was arranged. Spiritually too. You may think that what is happening on earth is just happening because somebody is not good, somebody didn't do this, but things are also being rearranged in the spirit. Yes. When King Ahab, Ahab was a king of Israel. God was sitting in heaven. He had a conference and then he called his people and said, who crowd will go to uh, Ahab? Who will go to Ahab and, and 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 make him fall? Yes, I want him to die. <laughs> Behind the scenes, God is asking and arranging somebody's death. You are thinking that he has cancer. Let's go to First Kings chapter twenty-two, please. Yeah. And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up, verse 20, may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? Who shall persuade Ahab that, find another translation because may fall, when people think that it means he will fall down, maybe like a slain or something like that, but verse, NIV or any of those versions. Hello? Hello? Yeah. And the Lord said, Who will entice Ahab into attacking Ramoth Gilead? And going to his death there. Yeah. You go to Ramoth Gilead into his death. God is the one arranging. If you read the story, the Bible says that one said after this one, one suggested this, another suggested that. And then an evil spirit came. And the evil spirit said, I will go. <laughs> and then God said, How what will you do? He says, I'll be a lying spirit in the mouth of his prophet. So even people telling lies, there is an orchestration. Yeah. There are things happening, both physically and what I'm saying is that even your, your, the losing of your job or your promotion, sometimes somebody behind the scenes is working. Remove him. Remove him. That's right. Remove him. Or that you are not being promoted. You are working hard. Somebody's real. Don't, don't step him down. Let him not go. He's not with us. He's not one of our people. (laughs) Mm. 
So this lying spirit came. He had 400 prophets. And the chief of the prophets was called Zedekiah. The man came with a horn. He made the horn of iron. And lifted it up and said, with this, you will push back Ramoth Gilead. It looked dramatic and powerful. <laughs> but it was something in the spirit that an evil spirit has gone to enter into these prophets. They are prophets, but they are lying. Because an evil spirit is in them who is making them lie. Also, you won't pray. But there was a prophet in Israel. His name was called Micaiah. Yes. And this Micaiah was always praying and waiting on God. Though he knew how to buy into the mind of the spirits. Yes. So the Bible says, Micaiah uh, went and then they, they, they sent for Micaiah. Because, you see, when Ahab was going, he called his fellow king called Jehoshaphat. When Jehoshaphat heard all the 400 percent everybody can be saying the same thing in the same way if it feels a bit some way so is there no other prophet around here who has something else to say though there's another one Micaiah, but when he comes he never says anything good always be careful when you say that as for pastor his preaching is never on my side or that the preaching you know, is always bomachi or bomachi or bomachi so the man said this Micaiah is always blasting me i don't like him so don't say that bring him when they sent for Micaiah, he said, Oh, whatever God tells me, that's what I will say. So when he came, he intentionally told them that, Oh, go to Ramoth Gilead and you will succeed. Is that not what you want? You want to go to battle, isn't it? Just go. And the king said, Ah, that's not how you prophesy. <laughs> prophesy properly for me to hear. Then he said, Hear the word of the Lord. Now, if you want the truth, hear the word of the Lord. He said, I did see all Israel <laughs> scattered a sheep without a shepherd. Yes. You are their shepherd, but I saw in the spirit, Israel had no shepherd. Yes. Then he explained to them what is happening and that there's a lying spirit in the mouth of all the prophets. And that is why they are all saying what they have to say. But if he goes to the battle, he will die there. Then this Zedekiah who lifted the horn, prophesying that he should go, he slapped Micaiah back. And then he asked, he asked Micaiah, Zedekiah asked Micaiah, since when did the Spirit of God lead me to talk to you? Yeah. Senior prophet. See, senior prophet. When did the Holy Spirit lead me? Eh? In which way? When the Spirit of the Lord for me to speak unto you? Like, since when did the Spirit, he has been with me or that? He left me, now he's talking to you. Since when? And, and Micaiah told him that, you shall know in the day when you enter into thy chamber, the inner chamber, to hide thyself. To hide thyself. Many Christians never go. You never wait on, I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to wait on you. Yes. I've tasted your goodness. I've trusted in your promise. And I'm going to mention if we don't start from the you. top. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. wait on you. You see, I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to pray. And the man said, you don't wait on God. You don't pray. You want things to just happen by chance. It's like you just you because you just think, oh, I want, must go to battle. So by all means, if I go, we have a big army. By all means, we'll win. Things don't just happen like that. He 
in the realm of the spirit is being determined that you will go and die there. Yes. By God. When Nebuchadnezzar had a dream, hmm, I think it's in Daniel 4.17 somewhere there. Then uh, uh, he, he, he said he had a dream. And in the dream they told him that this matter is by the decree of the watchers. And the demand by the word of the holy ones. To the intent that the living may know that the most high ruleth in the kingdom of men. And giveth it to whomsoever. And he wills and setteth up over it the basest of men. It's like what I'm telling you is that the things determined by there are some watches. <laughs> they have some decrees. And there are some holy ones. Yes, they are somewhere. You may not know it. So you may go to battle and maybe you win or you go to battle and then you don't win or you pa- don't pass an exam or that you propose and it doesn't work or that you, you apply to a job you don't get it and you just assume that oh they are not hiring oh they are not uh, whatever oh maybe they are giving it to only MPP people or they are only giving it to only NDC people it's not things are not like that though. so when you don't pray eh, you, are, you don't know that there are things in the spirit or even amongst men that you can influence. But many Christians don't really believe that their prayers can do anything. When the Bible says that let us pray for kings and for those who are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life. What it means is that pray for kings, people in authority. Pray for them. You never pray. I don't believe in it. When they say go and pray, it's as if they are worrying you. Look, God doesn't need us. We need God. God doesn't need us. We need God. God doesn't need us. We need God. God doesn't need us. The psalmist says that as for me, my nearness to God is my good. You need God, brother. Tell your neighbor you need God, brother. Or make it plural. We need God. God doesn't need us in that sense. If you if you want, if you if, if it's for the sake of argument, he doesn't need you. You need him. Or if you don't pray, it's up to you. Really. If you don't come near him, that's a draw near to God and he will draw near to you. If you don't come, he is there. <laughs> if you deny him, he cannot deny himself. The Bible says that he is that he is I am. I am that I am. I am. If you deny him, he is. He is who he is. If you pray, I am. If you don't pray to I am. <laughs> if you like me there. You need God, brother, sister. You need God. You need his mighty power. He is powerful. Kai He doesn't need food for anything. He doesn't need the car. He doesn't need the house. He doesn't need anything. God does not need anything. We need him. Paibono is for your advantage. Prayer is for your advantage. Don't joke with it. Oh, I'm a bit busy, you know. I just said, all right. People are so you will only become a Christian who only knows how to join the world to do ways and means. Because the world has a way of also because they know that you have 
handed in your tender, you you tended in you you handed. How did they, how did they say you you done ten you you bid you bid for a contract. You put in your tender, isn't it? So they evaluate, isn't it? And then they award to the to the what? The highest highest bidder, not bidder or highest bidder or the one who has the lowest. Yeah. And the highest is the one who's yeah. Mm-hmm. Just maybe it's not, you, you have the lowest price. They say, they say, make a road like this road. So many contractors will bid for it. Oh, I can build a road. So you come with your CV, roads you have done, um, experiences you have, and all that. Then they will say, okay, this is my bank statement, my account. It means that I can mobilize. I can also uh, pay finance. And then what? So a lot of contractors say, when they get a contract, they are looking for money. Because they want you to do the work and then you bring your certificate, then they pay you. Is that not how it goes? Yes. It's not like how our workers work that say, bring money for me to go and buy cement first. No, 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 no. They don't do that. You go and buy the cement. You say you can make a wall. You buy the cement, you buy the blocks, you make the wall, then you bring your bill, then we pay. But the way we build our houses is that we give people money to build. Uh-huh. It's not like that when you are bidding for contracts for government. So you bid, isn't it? So <laughs> your your financials are correct, isn't it? And your CV is very rich. Yeah, you've made you made the roof from our Grand Quantat where you lubo. Yeah, and then you you made a, you have all these experiences, but you you see you don't know that it's not what that's not what they look at. Many times they don't even look at all. You know, tender documents they can be thick like this. Who is going to look at it? Most of them, they don't look at anything. Kai. They know who they will give it to. But behind the scenes, they already, they already know the one to give, but they have to, on their face, present all these things so that World Bank find, funding the uh, project can know that it was due diligence was done on the contract. Is that not how they talk? Yes. Yes, that was due diligence. That, when I listen to television honestly when i hear speeches honestly i'm a bit skeptical because i understand a lot of the things that are behind the scenes even one of their own even one day he said that when we bring we give people contract and they execute it you see we know that they can't do it at the price that we have given them we know then when we come when they finish and it's not well, we, we, we try, we say we are prosecuting them, and we try, I said we are trying to prosecute, we know that we can't prosecute them, because we know what we have done, he said we know it, we are sitting here talking, one of the politicians who, he was at a meeting, he was rebuking their own, their, their own selves yes but when we give somebody money to make a, a road, the road is maybe 100 million Ghana cities by the time he's going to do the contract, somebody has collected some. The one who gave him the contract, the, I don't know, I'm, I'm just saying that. The one who gave him the contract, the one who, who uh, the, 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 the veranda boys, even the people who type, eh, they all collect some. <laughs> the guy who is supposed to hand you the check that the chief executive has signed, no, he's, he's not the boss, who, but he's giving you the check. He has to collect something. Sometimes 20,000, 40,000, 50,000. Yes, they collect. That's how the system works over here. So when you are there thinking that, oh, I've, I've handed in my tender, <laughs> I, I beat the deadline. Oh, you can beat the uh, record. 
doesn't do anything because he's behind the scenes. And I'm saying that when you are a Christian, you have to accept that there are behind the scenes things, both whether it's horse racing, any races, athletics, oh, things are not as they seem. UEFA championship, all this, oh. One day, one day, one day, you, you read in the news that, oh, when uh, Real Madrid played Liverpool, um, what happened was that they paid uh, ah, eh, but the match was very tough and it was very tight and I mean they almost scored but they didn't ah. it is not that you are now hearing and seeing what was happening behind the scenes and I'm saying that spiritually too whether you like it or not whether you like it or not your living is being discussed your prosperity is being discussed. Ahab went to the battle. Can you imagine it? They locked Micaiah in the prison. And Micaiah, he told the king that, lock him and when I return, I will see what to do with him. And Micaiah told him as he was going that, if you return, the Lord has not spoken to you. Come on. Come on. And the king, I'm sure... Lock him up And they locked him And, and Amakaya was saying Oh Lord It is done Once he stepped out And turned his back to the one Who has been praying And the one who has been hearing from God He knew that it was the end And you know the strategy that he used Ahab, King Ahab He told his friend Jehoshaphat Who had joined him to go to the battle That I'm going to disguise myself yeah, I will enter the battle in disguise, but you wear your royal robes. And Jehoshaphat also agreed. I don't know why he agreed because <laughs> you have got your battle, you are fighting, and you have made me dress like the king, and you are not dressing like the king. So if there's something, I'm going to collect it. But the Bible says that the king of Syria had commanded his 32 captains that they shouldn't fight with anybody else apart from the king. Because when God had the discussion, that who will go to Ramoth Gilead and entice Ahab that he might fall there eh? what he didn't know is that it had been determined that if he goes to Ramoth Gilead he would die there he needs somebody to convince him to go and die there I said God kills and makes alive you may think that ah, God how can God kill well God also sometimes uses death to eliminate people that he doesn't want It's worry your theology, isn't it? So he disguised. He had worn some ordinary soldier's dress and he was in the battlefield with his armor bearer. And Jehoshaphat was also there with his king. He was riding on the chariot and going. Then suddenly he looked back and saw that 32 captains, 32 chariots are chasing him. He said, hey. <laughs> Me, I'm, I'm leaving my somewhere. I've come to the battle and I'm being chased by these people. So he started galloping, but the 32, their horses were fast. They caught up with him. When they caught up with him, he turned and I'm sure he removed them. He said, hey, I'm not a king. I'm not a king. And you won't believe it. Oh, the 32 come, they left him. They left him. God, it was not his turn to die. It had never been determined that Jehoshaphat would die at that time. Yes, but the person that an arrangement has been made 
who wouldn't pray eh, is thinking that he will go and return. It was not like that. The Bible says that there was a soldier from Syria. He was just shooting arrows at random. Random. And Ahab was disguised. So he didn't even know where he was, he was, he was hid, hiding. And then one of the arrows found the joint of his harness, which is the space, small space in his armor. Because he's dressed maybe just some like Goliath. You see, Goliath was clad totally in a coat of mail, like a very thick steel on him. Only the space between his uh, the forehead like this and the helmet. That's where the stone of David located it. Because otherwise, hit his arm, it won't, the stone cannot penetrate. <laughs> so Ahab was there when he suddenly an arrow has entered his heart. Oh, oh, oh. Then he told his I'm hurt. Somebody has shot an arrow at me. There's somebody, not somebody. The determination which you didn't pray about. Yes. Things are being prayed hmm? so that. You see, this story reveals that the reality that good luck and bad luck is not as random as it may appear. Ahab did not die from a a, a, a sad. Ahab did not die from a sad and bad stroke of evil con- con- coincidence. When the events were played out, they may have looked like chance, but they were happenings that were orchestrated by evil spirits. Yes. Or by even God Himself. When God says, I'm looking for a man who will stand in the gap, He means it. Not somebody can stand in the gap and intercede. Abraham stood between Sodom and Gomorrah and God. God said, I'm going to destroy this city. He said, If you find 50 men, will you destroy it? If you find 40 men, will you destroy it? If you find 30, will you destroy it? If you find 10, will you destroy it? It's like He was negotiating and God said, If I could find, I will not destroy it. God is always looking for people to pray. Yeah. There are evil determinations on your family. There are evil determinations on your job. And you are just sitting down. Always eating and dressing and going to town. You never want to pray because you don't believe that it changes things. So you just want things to happen as they can happen. What can come, can come. Chance, whatever happens, stands. If it works out for my good, fine. Then we say it's luck. But what you are thinking is lack. I'm telling you that there may be some people who have sent you to have it. Yes. And your name is on the paper in a fetish priest's house. With your picture. With, a, with your dress. That jacket you left in the office, they've sent it to Peve. Yes. <laughs> you are now afraid. You are thinking about the jacket. Uh, this afternoon, I'm going to remove my jacket. It's not about removing your jacket. Yeah. I saw the other day somebody saying that when you go to funerals and they give you water, press the bottle. If it leaks, don't drink it. Because they use syringe to put poison in water and, and drinks and things in, at funerals. That's <laughs> Things are not as you think. The man went to a funeral. He just he wasn't feeling well. When they brought him home, no, he has died. You may think that it was just 
happenstance but Jack is not like that maybe somebody's maneuverings somebody's kind of maneuvers yes but when you pray when you pray when you pray you are able to affect the course of events and the course of things and change and rearrange things when you pray when you pray let me give you two three four and five when you do not pray your life is governed by the major curses in this world what are the major curses there are major curses in this world one is the curse that came on adam in genesis chapter 3 god cursed him that from the sweat of your face you eat bread the second major curse was the curse that came on eve your desire shall be for the man he shall rule over you and in pain and in and difficulty you will give birth so no matter how a woman is there's a point in her life when she's looking for a man sometimes it doesn't matter what that man is like so it's in love yeah. As I was watching a movie, I saw a girl from a rich home, like this type of children who live at uh, Trasaco Valley. And this boy lived in some place like Mamobi or Swalaba, this type of shanty towns. Hey, only a single room, just say, he never took her to the inside the house because there's nothing to see inside the house. No digger yet. Now I'm, I'm watching the movie and I'm wondering that what? When the guy too didn't say he likes her, he stole her purse, a wallet, the purse, and she chased for you police investigations and spurious forensic things. Then they found them, and then she went to the police to collect her thing and saw the boy sitting there and said, "This guy is the one who stole the thing." Uh, I'm forgiving you, so it's like. Where do you live? I mean, just you. I mean, we say, ah, and your curse, who did curse next year? That's what happens. And he was going, and the guy, oh, we had it. Foolish boy, be too, I'm sorry, but he was going like this, and, and she was chasing him, and he, he wouldn't even give him an ear, like he wouldn't stand to, for, for her to talk to him. I'm saying, oh, girl, come on, come on, come here. Polish girl, beautiful girl. The bag crowd that you stole, no, who bag now to say, bag no. Michael Kors, Papa B. Now, girl, no, Frewana. Excuse me, what? No. But you see, when you are following a case, I dream beer him. You see, Nyansa beer him. But you are following. Because he says your desire shall be for the man. And you know, whether the man is rich or sometimes the person is not even educated. Come bro for any man. The brofu is walking around. <laughs> brofu not free. English. 
maybe later on then you see the foolishness and then I don't want him again but maybe actually sir see some people that the guy is beating you still out he has not married you he has not paid dowry he has not given any drink he has not done knocking he is slapping you and you are still following him shouldn't she run away oh she shouldn't run away Uh, what do you people think if she's in her right mind she should do on your marks get set but her bag is there her dresses are there her panties everything she spends some nights he has an ATM card Are you there still or you've gone home? So prayer eh, helps us to deal with the curses that are released upon our lives based on this. The third major curse is the curse that came on Ham, the children of Ham, Canaan, the black son of Noah. That was said that upon, he says, uh, the servant of servants we shall be. And we believe and understand that a lot of it is the, that case is the reason for the plight of most black people. It's open to argument. People argue about it. But honestly, everywhere you go in the world where there, there are groups of dark-skinned people, the environment is different. Intractable poverty. Yes. Squalor. Polarization. Yes. Pull him down syndrome. The same. Whether you find them in Brazil, whether you find them in Australia, whether you find them in America, and when you come to Ghana and there are a lot, you see them. What accounts for the state of our roots? You can't even you can't fathom it. That's why most of us are looking for green card. So that you can escape from Africa and go to America so you can drive on good roads. Yes. What is the, the state of the Dumso in the whole of Africa? We may not want to accept it, but you can have another explanation for it. But I choose to believe that one. That that curse that came on Ham's uh, Ham, Noah's son, is what has trickled down to the black race. Yes. And but, but how do you come out of it? Prayer. Praying for the wisdom of God is what helps you to overcome the curse of Adam, the curse on Eve, and the curse that is on the, 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 the children of Ham. Prayer. So over here I can tell you, he says, so prayer, especially for wisdom, will greatly change the course of a person's life. And deliver him from the curses that are directing and governing the masses. Prayer is what changes things. Prayer is what helps you. Prayer, he says, without prayer, you will fall into the patterns that all men, all women, and all black people experience. But by wisdom, 
cleverness, intelligence, which encapsulates intelligence, cleverness, wisdom, fear of God, all those things, they help to overcome. That's why men are using robots now. At first, everywhere you go, you walk. But a certain wisdom and intelligence, knowledge and understanding has created cars. So it's easier to travel from here to Kumasi, fly, aeroplanes. All of that is the creation, the wisdom that when God gives wisdom, eh, it helps man to overcome the sweating. Today you can even sit in your house. You don't have to get up to switch the uh, light on or AC on. You just hold your iPad and just prep room. Uh, which room is it? Bedroom. Okay. Then you, you touch bedroom. Then temperature. 25 degrees Celsius. Click, you, you press. Yes. I find that you so fun. Share. <laughs> you are not using fun. They are homes. They call them smart homes. In Ghana, yeah. In Ghana, yeah. Not uh, America. In Ghana. Who told them now? Who saw TV? TV, who saw in the Oh. You can even control the music in your kitchen from your bedroom. Yes. I even have one. Somebody bought me a Bluetooth speaker. I don't have to be in a particular room to turn it. I can even be here and turn it on and, and play music there. Yes, if I'm on the same network. Jealous. <laughs> You see, so wisdom helps you to overcome cases. Even the pain of childbearing is greatly overcome by even what is now a caesarean sections. A woman doesn't have to go through pain again. When my daughter was delivering, I was never in pain. They cut open her stomach. I was in the room. She was talking to us, cry. And they were taking twins from her stomach. They removed one. And he said, I want to see him. I want to see him. I said, hey, the stomach is open. No. The second one, the second one was inside. They had not removed the second one. And she's talking that she wants to see the first one. So they brought the first one. Then I quickly ran to see the second one. They put their hand in, did some maneuvers and brought the second one inside. And, and she, was, she, was, she, was, she, was, she was smiling and crying at the same time. Wisdom, a certain level of wisdom has neutralized that sort of case. So praying for wisdom and at the all night we began to pray for wisdom. Yeah, wisdom is the principal thing the Bible says. And this week on our final week of fasting and prayer, we are going to be praying for wisdom. Yes. Wisdom. When a woman becomes a little wiser, she becomes a little less drawn by the stupidity of relationships, senseless relationships. You say, ah, no, 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 no. I will not allow this. this, this. So when a person is a little bit enlightened and a bit more spiritually even enlightened and intelligent, the person doesn't accept some things. It's like, hey, I'm not, no, 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 we can't allow this. This one is not acceptable. We can't do this. 
you can't go here and come. No, you can't. You can't. You can't be wrapping. I, I don't accept the wraps. But you can see through the wraps that or that down. Malison. When you can say, "Oh, hi," uh-huh. they don't even say hi, because I didn't even be. Sometimes through bad experiences, no, their eyes have teared them. <laughs> yeah, But sometimes, so based on God's wisdom that He has given you, you start to see things. Yes. Hi, baby. I'm not a baby, please. What do you want? Oh, um, excuse me. Where do I know you from? Oh, you, you may not know me, but yeah. But if I don't know you, what, what, what do you want from me? You see, this type of this line of questioning is obi and niati. The guys, the girls' eyes have teared. I don't know how they say it in this. Eh? Eh? She's enlightened. Okay, I think that's the word. Uncle Sam, what's the word? Eh? Yeah, top tier. Yes. <laughs> Are you listening to me? But when the girl is not in that wisdom, hey, you don't even understand it. Taking your father's money, giving to the boy, taking your father's car that he has bought for you, give to the boy to go and roam out to chase girls in other places and come back. And you can see he's chasing fair. He's he you can see on his phone the pictures of girls, what they are telling him, what he's telling them, everything still now. Hey. You are making me give myself a knock. May God's wisdom fail your life. Amen. Number three, when you do not pray, your life in this world will be governed purely. By the God and controller of this world. In 2 Corinthians 4.4 4, The Bible says in whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God should shine unto them. So Satan is called the God of this world. He told Jesus if you bow to me I'll give you all the glories of this world. Satan controls the affairs of this world. The controller of the lives of many. Yes. Principalities, powers. He is the controller of the fashion. Yes. Trend. You know, trending things. Sometimes the things that trend. Useless things, but they are trending. Because the God of this world is is pushing them. Yes. Yes, he's pushing them. Beautiful. Number four, when you do not pray, you do not intervene or modify events that take place in the realm of the spirit. When you do not pray, you do not change or modify. Prayer can modify. Prayer can change the course of things that they have happened in the realm of the but when you pray to avert it. Yes. When Daniel prayed, God answered him and started making he he he, he sent the he sent the reply. Yes, and he kept praying for 21 days. 
And when the angel came, he told him what was happening. He said, the reason why I, I have your thing, when you started praying, the first day God heard you. The first day, God is a prayer answering God. Psalm 65 verse 2 says, Oh, thou dost hearest prayer, and to you shall all flesh come. He hears prayer. The sentence you are using, Lord, help my marriage. Lord, help my children. Lord, keep me safe. As I travel, Lord, safety is of the Lord. May I come back safely. Those words we are saying, God hears them. God hears them. They are not useless. Maybe you, when somebody texts you or calls you, you don't respond positively. Or you say, I will come, but you never come. You say, I will go, but you never go. But ask for God, he will hear your prayer. Jesus said, if you, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, why do you think God, the, the greatest God, the, the, the nicest person you can ever find, will not give what you are asking for? When your child asks for bread, you give bread. When he asks for fish, you give fish. You don't give him a a snake. When he asks for egg, you don't give him a a scorpion. How do you think that God, who is good, he's better than you? I shouldn't even say he's better than you. God is good. God is great. God is nice. God is powerful. God is loving. You are not even loving. You are selfish. But God is loving. If you know how to give good gifts, why do you think God doesn't know how to give good gifts to those who are asking him? If you ask for the Holy Spirit, he will give you the Holy Spirit. If you ask for if you ask for a good job, oh God can give a good job. Oh, you don't believe that God can give a good job. That's why when you even get a job, you don't attribute it to God that he has brought it. Because you didn't pray about it. You didn't use sentences to ask for things that God has done for you. So when they say, who has the testimony? You say you don't have a testimony. Because the sentences were not used in your prayer. In Revelation chapter 6, from verse 1 to 8, you hear the story of how different things on earth were affected by things that were happening in the spirit he said i saw very a beast or four beasts and they cried they opened the seal when they opened the seal the white horse came and he that sat on him had a bow and a crown and was given to him to conquer conquering and he went for conquering and conquering take overs Take hostile takeovers. He said, a, 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 a person on a white horse was taking over things. You see, even Russia taking over Ukraine. Maybe we will read in the news that, oh, and whatever Putin this is, but maybe in the realm of the spirit, something else is happening. That's why we are seeing what we are seeing. The next one, he says, and I saw a pale, uh, uh, he opened it and he saw. They say, come and see, verse 4, verse 4, verse 4. Hey, and there went another horse that was red. And power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth. Why is there no peace? <laughs> a, a red horse is walking around. So if you don't pray, prayer makes you enter the realm where red horses are operating. And there you can deal with the things that are in the spirit. To affect you in the physical. The next one he says, and say, and you, you killed, and he was killing. Then the next one said, Come and see. I saw a black horse, and who sat on it? He had a pair of balances in his hand. And in the balance, he says, uh, in the, the he says, a measure, uh, three measures of barley for a penny, 
and, and see thou hast not the oil and the wine. So he was hurting the food supply. He caused famine. Things are happening in the spirit. Take your prayer cloak and enter into the realm of the spirit and sort out things there. Say amen. amen. And then finally, finally, when you do not pray, your life is governed by the wickedness of man. Whoa. You will never be governed by the, a wicked man. Armed robbers, thieves, wicked bosses, all of them. The Bible says the whole world lieth in wickedness, ruled by wicked men. Well, I, rode on a, uh, uh, I went on a, a road just around here. This road was done maybe not more than six months ago. Six months it may be even a lot. Portals everywhere. And I said to myself that how wicked can you be that you have constructed a road and within two, three months, I mean, just as what to do? Wicked. And you see people trying to dunk their portals, then bam! People have died senselessly. So there was a man who came um, when they did this. Um, I don't know what they call it. Amidu. Uh, Amidu. There's a special prosecutor. Yes. Before they even set up that special prosecutor, he, he was standing as a presidential candidate for his party. And he said that he believed that <laughs> the death penalty. And must be instituted for corruption. So somebody asked him to explain. He said, because through corruption, the roads that should be done are not done well. And people have died on that road. So your corruption has caused so many people to die. So you too must be put to death. Yes. You see, his thinking was wild. So he can see the wickedness of men. Sometimes you find even Christians You become a politician They are making roads I don't know why we are always calling roads Because I think that's the one we can see very well Because all these other ones with numbers and words We don't understand them the Economics and this type of The GDP and the whatever, whatever You know, and the inflation rate And all these growth rates and those things Do you understand it? Mm. All you need is to be able to buy food At least ten of milk Kinky, I mean Ghanaians, kinky, fish, rice, those are the once we can buy those things, like they don't really complain. Yeah. Whether the GDP is whatever inflation is single digit or digit digit single digit or digit double digit or triple digit. We don't know those ones. But wicked men are in control. That's why the Bible says pray in first Timothy uh, Chapter 2, verse 1, he says, uh, he, he, He's urging us, exhorting us that we supplications, prayers, intercessions, giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. May God have mercy on us and deliver us in Jesus' name. Stand to your feet, please. Stand to your feet. How many are going to take prayer seriously? Yeah, take prayer seriously. Yes. Not just church organized prayers, but in your life. You must control affairs. 
and control and and maneuvers yes i heard a man of god say may 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 the nation conform to the intercession of the saints <laughs> may it conform to the intercession of the saints lift your hand commit yourself to god that lord i want to be a prayerful person i want to be a serious person praying praying oh yes yes mighty god lift your hand and just pray committing yourself to god serendipity should not be how your life goes you must not be governed and ruled by the god of this world in the mighty name of jesus pray that the wisdom of god will fill your life and deliver you from the top three curses of this world the curse of adam the curse of eve the curse even on harm in the name of jesus pray that wicked men wicked men will not rule over you pray for yourself that you will be prayerful pray for yourself that the the the, the, the way your attitude is to prayer will be changed and that you'll be a prayerful a prayer warrior personal prayerful person and praying always before god you will not fall like ahab fell you will not fall like ahab you will not you will not it will not end with you like it ended with nebuchadnezzar pray pray whatever is in the spirit whatever is coming pray that you'll be a prayerful person and you'll be able to contend with it father thanks a million oh yes thanks a million for your word oh yes let me pray for you lift your hand father in the name of jesus a cloak of prayer is what i require for your people request it for them lord yes lord request it for them whatever has stolen our prayer life Mm. whatever has stolen our time of engagement of god in a meaningful way we pray that it be taken away now amen we pray for the spirit of intercession amen the spirit of intercession yes lord the spirit of supplication yes lord the spirit of consecration jesus may it come upon your people amen in the mighty name of jesus amen the spirit of grace oh yes the grace to pray yes lord the grace to hold on to the horns of the altar and cry before our god may that cloak come upon your people in the mighty way lord as we enter into the coming week Mm. last week of our fast we pray for strength yes lord. and we pray for the anointing to pray that every one of us shall rise up and join the prayer time in order to receive from you all that you have prepared for us we give you praise and glory in jesus name amen amen clap for jesus clap for jesus hallelujah as every head is bowed and every eye closed if you are here today you are not a born again christian as every head is bowed every eye closed i want to pray for you wherever you are standing 
and something new and powerful is coming upon your life. If you are here like that, please lift up your right hand. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be a serious Christian. I want to be born again. Lift your hand up high. God bless you. Anybody here like that? God bless you. Lift your hand. God bless you. God bless you. I see so many hands. So many hands are going up. God bless you. If you have lifted your hand, come to me right in front here. Come right I need to pray for you. Come Don't stand there. Anybody else? Come, 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 come. Come, come to Jesus. Anybody else? Anybody else? Come, come all the way. Come. Don't stand there. Come. God bless you. Those of you in front here. You see, what is about to happen? Hello, am I on air? What is about to happen to you is something that you may not feel anything, but a mighty power is coming on your life. Yes. The Bible says, as many as believed on him, as many as received him, even to them that believed on his name, there are two, those who received him saw him. Those who believed on his name, they heard it later. But they believed. So they are just like those who saw and received him. Because he came to his own, his own received him not. But those who received him and those who believed on his name are in the category of the sons of God. So he gave them power. That power is coming on you right now. In Jesus' name. Lift your hands and pray this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I come to you just as I am. From today, I want to serve you. I want to follow you for the rest of my days. So my heart is yours. My life is yours. Everything is yours. I am yours, Lord. Take me. And if you can use anything, use me. From today, I am yours. And you are mine. Please write my name in the book of life. I am yours forever in Jesus name. Amen. Take this this is my body which is broken for you. This is the body of Jesus Christ. Father, thanks a million for the body that was broken for us in Jesus' name. Amen. The body of Jesus Christ. This 
is the blood of Jesus shed for the remission of the sins of many. Your sins are forgiven. Your wrongs are righted by the Lord. The Lord help you. Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus shed for us. The blood of Jesus. God bless you. The Lord bless you wherever you are standing. The Lord cover you with his mighty hand. No arrow of the enemy can penetrate for your protection, for your deliverance, for your provision, for your help. God bless you. Whatever you have put your hand to do, it's your job or it's your business. May the mighty hand of God give you an acceleration and help it to prosper and do well. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for what you have done. In Jesus' name, amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30am and 10.30am. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.